Dun dun da da dun dun. We are back. Being thrown in. Da da da. Whatever. Um. All right. So this episode was a banger. I'm super excited because I have my Aunt Patty to join me to break it down. Let me go over the plot real quick from our good friends at Wikipedia. In King's Landing, Varys tells Tyrion of being made a eunuch by a sorcerer in Myr before revealing that he has captured the sorcerer and plans to take revenge on him. Ross informs Varys that Baelish may take Sansa when he leaves to wed Lysa Aaron. Oh, that's who he's going to marry. Lysa? The crazy... Oh. Hmm. And Varys warns Elena that Baelish may not seek to control Sansa. Discussing the missing Jamie and the Tyrell's presence with Tywin, Cersei distrusts Marjorie for ability to manipulate Joffrey. Sansa tells Marjorie that Cersei will not allow her to leave King's Landing, and Marjorie says she would see Sansa wed to Sir Loras. In the north, Bran dreams of chasing a three-eyed raven <clears throat> and climbs a tree in pursuit of the raven, but falls when Catelyn appears, arriving in what he believes is Deepwood Mott. Theon explains to his rescuer that he never killed the Stark boys, having Dagmar cleft jaw. Dagmar cleft jaw? Ugh. <sighs> What a name, Cleft Jaw. Burned two orphans instead and reveals his remorse, declaring Eddard Stark was his true father. Theon then realizes he has been taken back to the dungeon from when he escaped and is subdued by the guards, to the boy's amusement. This was bonkers. What the hell's going on here? In the Riverlands, Locke and his men taunt Jaime for the loss of his sword hand. They trick him into drinking horse. It says urine, but come on, Wikipedia, horse piss, and tries to attack the men but gets beaten instead. Brienne chastises Jamie for wanting to die, telling him to live and take revenge. Arya, Gendry, and the Hound are taken to the Brotherhood's leader, Lord Beric Dondarion. Okay. He calls the Hound a murderer, and Arya and the Hound argue over his execution of Micah. Dondrian sentences the Hound to face him in trial by combat. Beyond the Wall, Rast declares the Night's Watch cannot trust Craster and Sam and Gilly discuss their newborn son. Discuss her newborn son. It wasn't Sam's boy. After a funeral for the fallen brother, Carl Tanner challenges Craster over their poor food. And Rast enrages Craster by mentioning his bastard parentage. Craster orders the Night's Watch out, but is goaded by Carl, who stabs Craster when he attacks. When and Jor intervenes, Rast kills him. As the fighter up, Sam flees with Gilly and her son. As they flee, Rast threatens to kill Sam if he ever finds him. In Astapor, exchanging the unsullied army for Daenerys' dragons... Craziness? K R A Z N Y S. Craziness. Continues to insult her and Valerian. Daenerys, influent Valerian, orders her new army to sack Asper, killing all the slavers and freeing every slave to reclaim her dragon, ordering it to kill Craziness. Craziness. Cra uh, after the battle, she offers the unsullied. The choice to remain with her as free men or leave. None choose to leave, and Daenerys and her army depart. Dun, dun, da, da, dun, 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 dun. All right, let me bring in my very special guest, my Aunt Patty. Hi, Aunt Patty. Hello. I just logged in with Anchor. It couldn't have been easier. <laughs> what a start. Right? Oh, hi, Aunt Patty. Hi, Nephew Nick. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? It's pretty late where you are. It's getting late. I'm thinking about tucking in early. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. How are you on your end of the world over there? Well, you know, I got a dog. Oh, no, I don't have a dog because there was a fly in the room and the buzzing scared her. So I don't even know where oh. she is. Yeah, I know. 
It's not like she's bigger than the fly or anything. Of course not. <laughs> kind of bizarre. Yeah, but that means I won't have like a dog batting at the door to get in like some people have with their cats. <laughs> also, I don't know who you're talking about. Also, no toddlers will be breaking into this <laughs> podcast. Boy, we are professional now, right? Yeah. No outside distractions. That's correct. My goodness. And Patty, thank you for coming on the show. We're going to have a great time. Well, My um, pleasure. This uh, episode was a little bit crazy. Yeah, well, the name of the episode is And Now His Watch Is Ended. And what with everything going on, you got to be a little concerned about who's going to make it through the episode. Uh, absolutely. I mean, but it, uh, I'm just kind of feeling like that's kind of happening throughout season three. Like each episode keeps kind of I mean, compounding yeah, on itself. Just- just throughout season three, people stopped dying in seasons four through eight. Is that the true fact? No. Oh, okay. You're being facetious. <laughs> yes. Well, one thing that we share in common is that I also think I'm funnier than I am. I find you very funny. Yes, but I think I'm funnier than I am. Oh, okay. So right? even as funny as I find you, right. you find yourself funnier than that. Yeah. Oh, way funnier. Yeah. So, so Good. funny. I was talking with a friend of mine actually about uh, Steve Martin was asked about how he's just so funny. And he said, well, before my show, I put baloney in my mm-hmm. shoes. That's right. Steve. So then when I get out there. So fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So when I'm standing on stage, I feel funny. Feel funny. That's yeah. right. All right. Well, are we feeling funny? Should we get thrown in? Let's get thrown in. Okay. Uh, in my last episode, I was talking about how Jamie's just like one of the best trolls ever until he, and, but then he loses his right hand and now he's in rough shape. And I think everyone's really enjoying trolling him. Like this is, yeah. a, this is a rough scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't watched this episode since December okay. and I didn't watch the show in the beginning. So like about three years in a friend of mine whose taste in TV is similar to ours suggested that we watch it. So like you, I watched the first episode and after a couple who was engaging in incest pushed a child out of the window, <laughs> I decided it wasn't for me. Correct. Uncle Vic, on the other hand, said, give me more of that. <laughs> so he would be watching it downstairs. I'd be working upstairs. So I'd hear things about it. I would read articles about it in my magazine. So I kind of had a broad outline of what was going on. But when the final season was beginning, I decided, you know what? It's a cultural phenomenon. I got to watch this thing. So I watched seven seasons uh, in the three weeks leading up to the final season, which was pretty intense. But at any rate, when I fired up this episode, I thought uh, it was probably a good idea to watch the previously on Game of Thrones. And the first thing I saw was that guy chop off Jamie's hand. And I'm like, oh, Jamie's hand. Oh, I forgot that was just before this episode. (laughs) Right. I was like, I just like, he, he just chopped off his hand. But right, but there's something else that happened in the episode that made you want to call the episode. Right. Yes, that comes later, though. I don't want, didn't want to get ahead. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, Jamie's hand's gone. It's just yeah. gone. And but he's, he's wearing it. He's wearing it as a necklace. Boy. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just a poor little boy. I'm so sad. I don't have a hand. Yeah, get over it, man. <laughs> How many people have you killed, right. Kingslayer? I. I mean, I feel bad for him. Yeah, I do. I, like- I do feel bad for him. No, you don't. It's okay. I no, live I do that, actually. Live in because, that anger. 
because I love uh, Nikolai Kostarwaldo. Is that the actor? I've seen him in, yeah, I've seen him in other things. And so, I mean, he's hot, first of all. Oh. And, um, and I just love him as, as a guy. So okay. plus, I, plus I know something not about the show. But later, you know those links I sent you by email that I said you couldn't watch until after season four? Yeah, thanks for sending those. You couldn't wait to send those, but yes. I Well, I had time to look them up, so there you go. And if you lose them by then, I still have the email. Okay. But he does this thing in one of those links that just it just makes me love him all the more. So I'm pretty excited right. for you to get through season four just so you can watch those links, I think. Okay, okay, that, yes. <laughs> like. That so, seems like so far away right now, especially with I know, everything going on. But it's not because you're already halfway through season three. We're, yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling. Yeah, you're moving along. So, um, but then Brian of Tarth, mm-hmm. just one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. How is your bracket going? I, it's not going well. I yeah. have all these mm-hmm. great ideas, and mm-hmm. right now they're just ideas. I mean, it's not like you're a father of two young children. Mm. They're they're pretty self sufficient. I could get it done if I want. I'm being lazy. <laughs> you get that um, from me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where um, Brienne would go on my bracket though. Uh, you are, so you're kind of neutral on her right now. No, I'm not neutral. I love her. I think she's I awesome. Her. But I just okay. I don't know where she'd go. I mean, like like comparing her to Tyrion, well, who I know that you. Well, I know also I love, love. Tyrion. Yep, I love Tyrion. But I tell you what. But see, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit because you're someone right. in this episode did screech up the bracket in a hurry oh oh, oh nice we'll get I there know, i need to know who yeah i'm ready yes. i got my notes okay, i only good. have two pages but i did type them yeah good <laughs> well done <laughs> so after the opening scene establishes that jamie's just in rough shape and they make him drink oh hold uh, on hold on oh oh, oh not- yeah you want to talk about brienne no no are you not reading the wikipedia entry anymore like, oh, I'm, be- am- I'm behind i'm behind by season no, uh, so, I, I'm still on Allie's episode, which was awesome, by the way. Yeah, if yes. Allie, if you're listening to this, uh, she Aunt might Patty be totally approves. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. No, it's wait, what would you what did you just ask me? I was now thinking the of Allie's episode. Oh, okay, <laughs> the Wikipedia um, entry, which by the way, Wikipedia, yeah, Wikipedia. No, Donald. I do it, I, I do it at a separate recording because I only get 30 minutes at oh, a chunk, seriously? so I just do like okay. a five minute Wikipedia okay. thing and then I just Got do it. the interview. All right, move along then. Okay. But, no, I just um, wanted to say how much I love Brienne. Yeah, Brienne's awesome. Yep. Yep. And so so then the next scene is uh, yeah. crazy as we get to see a little bit more backstory about Varys, and he's talking very so calmly about losing his junk. Right. And it's a little disturbing, and he hates magic. And then right. my only question is, like, so it looks like Tyrion wants to kill Cersei. Sure. Is it, right? And then, right. And then just then when they open the crate, and then there's that magic guy in there, I just wrote, Varys is ruthless. I wrote, Varys has a sorcerer in captivity? WTF? <laughs> What's and going then, on, Varys? Then he just closes the lid. Right? Like, I worked really oh, hard yeah. to open it just to check on you, and then, yep, I'm going to close this it. This is my sorcerer. No big whoop. All things come right. to you in time. <laughs> right. So, yeah, that was, I'm just like, this is, all right, let's go with this episode. Let's carry on. <laughs> like, yeah, just, let's do it. Because then we go to Craster's keep and they're all oh. talking about how it's not safe there and yeah i don't think it's safe there at all no no i don't really like those craster keep sections either like they're uh-uh. my least they're, favorite part of this episode they are icky for yeah. sure yeah it's like it's just icky <coughs> to watch right right he's like having sex with his daughters and then killing all of their sons right 
and then proceeding Again. the process, and then and then no big whoop, not a big deal or anything, right? Yeah, I know you've had many conversations about the way women are treated in this show. They continue, yeah, like the yeah, it's That's it's never very no, yeah, it's a it's definitely a theme of that and how and you know just like Gilly is just feeling so Ugh. and I don't protective. Really like her. You don't like her? I don't really like her. Yeah, she, yeah she's, I think she's, she's just there so that Sam can kind of play a role. I don't know. Like he, I know. She's, I know. She's not I, I yeah. want to like him because I know of the whole, uh, again, I, I listen, I'm behind, but I listen. And the whole comparison of Sam to Neville mm-hmm. is, is really apt, but I, I love Neville. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't, we, we don't get Harry Potter, the series without Neville. No, right. And I feel like I loved Neville from book one. Mm, I did not. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing about him getting those extra points from Dumbledore, right? Because it, it takes more courage to stand up to your friends. Absolutely. That's when I fell in love with that's Oh, when I fell in love that's with a Neville. good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah, that is. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the best yeah. lines in the whole book it series. It really is. Yeah. So, of, oh, of a we, series with fabulous lines. Y- yes, but we found we've drifted away from Thrones. Right, You're this right. happens, You're man. Right. It, yes, I know. It just happens. That's okay. Yeah. So, so Gilly. Well, we're feeling bad for Gilly, but then yeah, we're gonna come back to there because it just quick cuts and brands in a dream. Right. And like, right? and and then his mom pushes him off, and I'm just like, what? What does this dream mean? But before I can really think about what does this dream mean, we move on to the next scene. Like that was a very quick scene, you know. Right. Right. Is that, is that intentional? I mean, yeah, it's like to sh- I don't know what it's like to show to show Jojen that they can't get to where they're going because he's not ready. I don't know. I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely not as smart as your other guests who have like Zan and Margot and Allie. Well, I mean, they all really just they have all these theories. I just watch it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Or mm, I didn't like that. <laughs> or mm, what a hunk. Yeah, sure. Of course, there's that. I mean, and we'll get to that later. Okay, okay, we'll get to that later. Yeah. So, but then, but the next one where they're talking to Podrick, and I'm just like, Pod's legend grows. I love it. Right. Oh man, I can't wait to find out what Podrick is all about. Like, oh, he's not very big, but <laughs> he is good. But <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He has some skills with a Z. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but but what I took away from the scene was the prodigies in rare places because then he was thinking about Roz as a prodigy in a rare place and just that just that concept in general. Like that's an interesting idea to kind of play around with. Right. Like you can read. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah I can read. Yeah. And she and her like she knows about Littlefinger and mm-hmm. who he is. And I love Varys like trying to get all the information that Tyrion wants. That's all again, Varys is I don't how can I trust who Varys really sides for though? I don't know what true side he's on. I know. Oh so much going on there. But I loved what he said, not to go back to it, but about how you um you get so much more out of a man's letters than out of his purse. Yes, 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 yes. That's really where where it's really rich, the information. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's another great theme for him. I like that. We I have talked about it um, with some. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is that line of like knowledge is power, and it's like power is power. <laughs> like that. And that was. Very I mean, sure. There's screen. that. There's that. Yeah. 
moving on to the next scene is just like Joffrey sucks. What else can I say? Like oh I'm just gosh. gonna I'm gonna be done writing about him. Like he's just annoying. And then I love um, Cersei saying this. And I'm glad that I have the grammar queen, but I, you're also a master of command of the language. I think not just grammar. But I like that she said he, he's acting a bit macabre. Ah, yes, it's a good. Can word. you? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I inferred what it meant, but can you, for the listeners, like flex your skills? Yeah, I'm just going to look it up in the dictionary. Disturbing. <laughs> I'm sitting at my computer. Disturbing and horrifying because of involvement with or depiction of death and injury. I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything you said because all I imagined was that was when you just started. I mean, here I am talking you up about this. I'm like, I'm just going to look it up. I felt like Indiana Jones in the first one where he's waving the stick around. Right. Like, I'm going to. And then Indiana Jones just shoots him. Like, I just hear the clickety clack going. I'm like, she's looking it up. That's what the cool. hell? Yeah, but but I'm Indiana Jones, so that's awesome. That's, right. Yeah. you're Indiana, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're like, Indiana Jones in this situation. I know how situation. to get the job done. And right. it's not with an old woman's memory is what it's not. <laughs> All right. What was the definition of macabre? I wasn't <laughs> listening. Disturbing and horrifying because of involvement with or depiction of death and injury. which uh, And it really just describes Joffrey to a T. That is, Joffrey is macabre. Yeah. And I, I wrote down, Joffrey, OMG, he's the worst. And then I put, <laughs> or... Or is he? Spoiler oh, alert! He yeah. No, he's pretty bad. He yeah. is. But you know that actor, Jack Gleason? Oh, mm-hmm. he was beloved. I heard, I've heard like, that. He's like Draco. Like on set and whatnot? Yeah, everybody loved Draco. Like, the actor. Nobody Correct. loved Draco. Except no his one mother. Loved Draco. No. <laughs> except Narcissa. That's right. And, but then here's a, we touched on that theme again right here where it said, us mothers do what we can to protect our sons, mm-hmm. and yet the world belongs to them. And it's like, why? That's so. Yeah. That's... And, and I don't want to get ahead about the Tywin and Cersei scene, but man, when we get there, mm-hmm. it just comes back to what she just said. Yeah. It just, right. Um, and then Marjorie, yeah, the, man. Marjorie is. A she dish. knows the score. Uh, <laughs> she knows what's up. Yeah. Do you remember her in The Hunger Games? No. Yeah. She's that reporter. Oh. It'll check that out again. <laughs> I'm trying to. I guess I never remember her name. Oh, but I love how she just has Joffrey around her finger. Like she's just like you know she's yeah. controlling that relationship. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't know because he's, you know, he's he's a narcissist. Mm-hmm. So he anything that makes him feel beloved is right. good for him. I I just can't wait to see this demise coming. It's coming. Like winter is coming. Joffrey's winter head is, is coming. coming. But Joffrey's head's coming. Yeah, let's hope. God, I hope. All right. So then we move you still on think, to. You still think Ari is going to get him? Uh, well, now I'm. I made a prediction in my last episode of the one before that. Um, you haven't got up to yet. Is that it's going to be a three way of Ar- Arya, Sansa, and Marjorie are going to take him out. That would be great, wouldn't but, it? That's, that's, what ha- yeah. that's what's going to happen. Well, Arya's pretty far away now. She'll hitch on a dragon, maybe. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Stop punching holes in my theory. Moving no, on, okay? Yep, yep, yep. move Th- on. Because this, this scene just wrecked my heart um, because he's, made a, he's like, I made a choice and I made the wrong choice. My real father lost his head at King's Landing. And then he's back in 
back in containment and being framed. Like, mm. what is? Why is he getting shit on like this? Yeah, and I, that's that's why I picked this episode was because it shows that this boy who took him, it shows who he is. And this who is, is this person? Who who the, who the f is this? He's just a boy. That's all we know at this point. No spoilers for me. I would never. <laughs> I would never like for example i wouldn't text it to somebody the name right. of the person i wouldn't do that that's just cruel which luckily the person has no context for made-up names so has no idea what's okay. going, what you're super. talking about okay super well yeah so right now he's just a boy that's all we know about him we know that this boy is a and he's douche a cruel, i don't like him a cruel boy who you know then you have to think joffrey right this boy this boy and it's pretty bad, yeah. What this boy did, like Joffrey is sadistic, and then this boy is also sadistic. Yeah, you don't want sadistic to be in your uh, noun modifiers when describing you. But I also think that Joffrey is more physically sadistic, and this boy is psychologically sadistic. And I think that's worse. For me, that's worse. I would agree. I would agree. So, Those are the scariest injuries, the ones you can't see. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it's just Theon, like he's already broken. Right? He's broken. With this whole, the, the, like, like you said, this speech about how he made the wrong choice. Ugh. It's just heart-wrenching. And then to kick him when he's down, this boy mm-hmm. takes him back to the cross. Or the ex. What is the boy? What is this boy's deal? And how did he know about his sister? Like, does he just know about the, his, the family? I'm sure that's what it is. I, I, I guess. I don't know. That's a dumb question. I guess, really. <laughs> what does it matter? He, didn't, he has him. And he's messing with them. I mean, without giving any spoilers, you'll see more of this boy. Uh, okay. And this Great. is not, and, and, and I, I have to say, it's not the worst thing he does. Stop. Ha! I know. Uh, Vic was much more graphic while we were watching it. He would be like, oh, wait until you see this and wait until you see that. I'm like, oh, what? Geez. Spoilers? <laughs> I won't do that. But okay. I'm just going to say, All keep right. your eye on the boy. Yeah. <laughs> with no name right now. Yeah, no name. That's not yep. Ramsey Bolton. I would never just blurt that out. Sounds like a figure skater. You're talking about a figure skater? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was in the 2012 Winter Olympics. So 2010. Cheap. 2010. Yeah, whenever. <laughs> oh, 2012. Whatever. 2012, well, no, 2016, 2012, 2020. 2012 is a Summer Olympics year. Oh, geez. Yep. Yeah. I did yep. it too. Yep, yep. yep. So. Oh, wait. Thrones. Thrones. That's a Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, I tell you, too. I have a couple of the soundtracks. I know we're not supposed to delve into that because some people like it and some people don't. But I have a couple of them. I'm going to get them all because I love the music. But that theme song, uh, so great to hear it again with the show mm-hmm. for the first time since the finale. Oh, you haven't touched it since? Haven't touched it since, no. Oh, how'd it feel? It was great. And one of the links that I sent you for the things you can't watch until after season four. Yes, please continue to bring that up. Yeah, there will be something about that theme song in there that's going to be so great. You're going to love it. Okay, thanks. Of the three or four things that I sent you, I can't (laughs) tell you which one is going to be your favorite thing because they're all so good in completely different ways. (sighs) Moving on. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So then we moved to Brienne giving Jamie a pep talk, and oh I like that. So great. Um, you know, he's like, my, my sword hand. I was that hand. And then this, you know, was a huge theme of, like, you know, what do we hold on to that we think is our 
purpose in life, you know? Right. What can we not live without? Right. But yet, you know, life does go on. That's the other thing is that like you, you have those ideas and life just keeps going on. And Brienne is just trying to put him in his place. Try to like, yo, it doesn't. Okay. You lost your hand. Yeah. Get over it. Get over it. <laughs> Get over it, turd. Sound like a bloody woman. Right, and then it was cool to see at the end that uh, Jamie did lie for Brienne. Yeah, Uh, because that was something I discussed in my last. I I, we I was like I don't know what was um, what was the motivation there was motivation there to keep her around like like keep her around for like safety like two is better than one or we we, it looks it was nice to see at least it appears that he lied for Brienne. Yes, I mean she says he did because. They don't have sapphires, and they are not that rich. The the tarts right. are not that rich, right. and so and she asks him, and he doesn't tell her. And I just I don't remember how I felt at the time. I know today I was thinking, you know, is it just a protection thing? Like, does he see her as someone who needs to be protected? Did he just think that they, these people already had enough, and he didn't want to give them one more thing? I, I don't know. I don't know what his motivation was. Is he just an honorable man? Is he more than is he a more? Slayer? I think he's more. Yeah. I think he's more complicated. Yeah. I see a Snape like Oh my gosh. Yes. He could be a Snape character. Type quality. So or at yeah, least definitely. or at least a Slytherin and a Slytherin at right. least. At the very least. But yeah, just so, someone who someone who's defined by one thing. Right. Right. But he is more than that. Right. And I think this is the first time we see that. I think, right, and it seems like Brienne like truly believes that in him too, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's the first person who has treated him like that, as right. more than the Kingslayer. Mm-hmm. As more than the Kingslayer, right? Right. You are more than the Kingslayer. Ooh, that's good right. too. That's good too. Uh, then we move to now. Here's that scene you wanted to talk about oh. uh, with where uh, Tywin's answering uh, questions and Cersei's making play at the throne. Yeah. A- and then I just wrote, fuck Tywin Lang's serious truth to Cersei. Right. Right? Yeah. What I wrote was, could any father have more contempt for his daughter? Mm. Like, he hates his dwarf son. Mm-hmm. And he loves his firstborn son. But where does Cersei fit in there? And he tells her, basically, well, he tells her she's not as smart as she thinks she is. He right. out and right tells her that. And then he tells her she is not a good parent. That's, Which is the worst insult you can give to a mother. Makes no sense. Right. But he's just a dick. Man, but he, some of the stuff that he says, though, about, like, reputation stuff, I understand that, too. Absolutely. I know. He, like, he... The difference, I feel like, between him and then Joffrey and the boy <laughs> are that, like, they are sadistic. He is not trying to hurt her. No, he's just telling her exactly what he feels. Right. It's like, this is the way it is. Stop complaining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Much in the way Brienne was telling Jamie to yes. suck it up. Yes. Interesting comparison. Interesting that, yeah, both the brother and sister are getting told to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder if that was intentional. I just thought of that. Look at that, I back know. to back. I know. Did we, I didn't, yeah. Did we, um, did we, uh, we uncover something? something? We just sure you and did. me? We did some we digging? Sure did. Mostly you. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Nope. We're a team here. That's awesome. <laughs> Excuse me. So we get to this amazing scene that I just love this grandma. She's not yeah. the best. Yeah, she's the best. And, you know, uh, what do you know about her, the actress? Nothing. So men 
of a certain age love her. Let's do a picture of why. Oh. Do you know, have you ever heard of Emma Peel? No. She was in the 60s, a show called The Avengers. Emma Peel was the character. Mm. Every man I know who was of a certain age in the 60s, like 20s, loves Olena. Yeah. Men love her. But I love her. And I think, doesn't she, uh, did you watch Out and Abby ever? I did watch a little bit of it. Like, she's so much like Maggie Smith, that's the what, Dowager Countess. That's what I felt like when I was watching. I was like, hey, we haven't got yeah. all here. Like, one look from her can just reduce you to rubble. <laughs> yes, absolutely. One sharp word. And I, and I wonder if she was like that in the books. Why would she uh, not be like that in the books? I imagine she... Well, you know, actors bring things to her. Yeah, role. yeah. Well, but Maggie Smith embodied McGonagall. That's true. And so, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, I, she read McGonagall perfectly. So maybe, the, I don't know this actress's name. Um, Diana Rigg. Thanks. Maybe she's yeah. playing it like that. Maybe at the parts reading her in a way. Maybe. Maybe so. Yeah. I don't. I'm but yeah, this conversation with Varys was so great. <laughs> and I said that this episode is really making Varys shine. Yes. Right. Like it's like <laughs> Varys, you got two pretty major scenes in this, dude. Yeah, and also a sorcerer in captivity. And oh, right. Don't forget about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in his hip pocket. He's got that just chilling. Yep, just chilling in a box. Yeah. So, and then of course he says, yeah, I have a solution. I'm like, well, what is the solution, Varys? Besides your sorcerer. Is that right. the solution? Is that part of it? The, having the sorcerer in the box? Yeah. No, then what Marjorie does with Sansa, that's the oh, plan. Oh, oh. Do you think? Well, now I think. Yeah. I was, I was just thinking this was like a Marjorie thing. Um, but uh, yeah, of course there's someone pulling the strings on it. And, um, right. and I wrote, I'm nervous. Not that Go ahead. Like, not that Marjorie couldn't come up with that on her own. She could. Of course. I do think so. But I think she's very cutting, but it, it helps. That. Coming so quickly on the heels of that conversation makes me think it, it came from mm, Varys. That's an interesting point. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, here. But really, Mary Loris? I mean, does Sansa know he's gay? I don't think so. No, of course Sansa doesn't know that yet. Oh, she's so naive. <laughs> <laughs> she's, not, she's not a big... She's not up on my list of my favorites. She's not in my bracket. Don't even make the bracket. I know everybody loves her. She's grown on me. She has done better. Like I hated her season one. And now she's Ugh, moved right. the ranks. She's horrible better. little girl. Hor yeah. But she's really like, you can tell like she regrets all of her decisions. Yeah. So then we get to where things really heat up because they're burning a crow. And, and now his watch has ended, right? The name of the I know name of the episode. I was so relieved it wasn't Jamie because you know when you cut off someone's hand, and then the next episode is and now his watch has ended. Mm. It's like oh thank God it wasn't Jamie. Yeah, we still need more to Jamie. Jamie's Jamie's story isn't done yet. We need more of that. Right. And then I and then just on a side note before I got really crazy, it was like Sam, kind of sticking up for Crasher's like, well he didn't need to feed like Sam. Shut up. Yeah. Shut Dude. up. And then I wrote, I wrote, fuck this Craster dude. And then he gets, <coughs> he gets stabbed. And I wrote, fuck yes. And then, yeah. and then Momo gets stabbed. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Uh, because this just like everything went crazy here. Yeah. And, and then I, of course, wrote the, <laughs> the quote from uh, Anchorman. 
Well, that escalated oh, no. quickly. <laughs> yes, and you don't see it coming. I feel like you don't see it coming. <clears throat> no, it started with a very subdued, you know, uh, funeral. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and you really don't see it coming with J.R. Mormont. No, no, no. Ugh. Yeah, so, that's, but I know that. Jorah's dead. So Jorah's dead. Sam got Gilly out. Jorah's dead. Yeah, which is good. I mean, it's good for her to get out of that. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can not like her, but still think it's good for her to get out of that. He does have some, in later seasons, he does some things that are nice. All right. So, All right, Sam, yeah, you'll get your due. He'll get his due. It's it's just he's not he's also not on my bracket. Yeah, one of my top spots. Then we're gonna switch over to I'm calling them the X Men. Who are these band of right. what are what are they the band of the the Brotherhood without banners. The Brotherhood without banners. They seem like X Men to me. Yeah, like have we uh, since I haven't watched this for almost a year? Have have they talked about the Brotherhood without banners at all? No, up to this point. N- no. So so they um. Here, I had, I had the wiki up. Okay. All right. I, I, I'm not, I don't want to do it. But basically, <laughs> these guys were working for Eddard, Ned Stark, mm-hmm. and the Lannisters. And then over time, they began to realize how much suffering was being inflicted on the small folk of the Riverlands by Stark and Lannister forces and began to defend the commoners from raiders from both sides of the war. Over time, they were joined by Stark deserters, Baratheon deserters, and commoners who want to defend their homes. So they're, they don't have banners. They're not under the Stark banner, and they're yeah. not under the Lannisters or the Baratheons. They're the Brotherhood Without Banners, and they work for the common people. Okay. I had to look it up because when I was watching this scene, I'm like, who are these people? Yes. Um, yeah. They're cool. They're interesting, but I just like, I'm glad that I have that context now. Like, they're kind of like all, all these defectors, so like an all star team, but. But a cast yeah. out, a cast out all star team. Yeah. So, and then there's gonna be a trial by combat. Hmm. Okay. This will be interesting. So, doesn't that make them more like average Joes? Not global, Jim. Right. Ah, they're, but they're not average Joes on what their abilities of what they can do. Oh, that's true. But they're still the rejects. Yeah. So we'll go with the X Men. But you're no, you're right. It's the X Men. You're right. Sorry. I think so. Now it's the X Men. Yeah. Trying to bring in Dodgeball, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, and it worked. Eh. You're right, though, with the X Men. <laughs> I can admit I can admit when I've taken a metaphor too far. Not even possible. I love the further the metaphor goes, personally. <laughs> like, it's just fun to kind of keep thinking about it. Like, okay, I'm going to do it again. But anyway, because yeah. we got to move to the next scene because this is... Right, right. Except for the... Except for that we have to mention the hound. Okay. I love the hound. Okay, we can move on now. Great. <laughs> I'm listening to actually an a episode with a friend of mine... Um, Tara's episode, you're you're almost to Tara, and Tara's talking about, but she likes the Hound too. I'm like, what? Yeah, hmm. that's a thing, huh? I mean, and this this scene kind of tells you more about him, right? That he is not part of that Clegane clan, right? Who murders people? He is a decent person who murders people, uh, <laughs> and people should start to know that. That's right. So, but all right, <sighs> Danny has her arm. Now I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote, finally, Danny is here. I was like, do we not get Danny in this episode? Right. She's here. Yeah. And yeah. giving away her dragon. And I just wrote, I hope this dragon just murders this dude. Just thinking he's going right? to he's gonna do it. And then, so I was glad I was thinking that. And then, <laughs> and then the whole series where he, where she knows the language. Right. And, 
<laughs> she starts right. roasting him. Uh, she starts yeah. telling everyone, here's what we're doing. And then the guy's like, oh, shit. This isn't good. I'm like, yeah, you're a dumb idiot. Now you're on fire. You're done. And right. now she's walking. And, and this, this is the huge theme, right? Um, Danny, away, uh, Danny wants to leave free men in her army. Um, and that she drops the whip, which I've talked about so much of leadership of what's the belief? Do you lead out front with a banner or from behind with a whip? And right. Danny is taking what I've been saying for many episodes now. And people are like, we get it, Nick. Or Bacher, I guess. <laughs> we get it, Nick or Bacher. We get that you like that model for leadership. But but right. here, I saw it on screen. She literally dropped the whip. Like, I don't need this. I have free men right. that want to fight for my cause. Not necessarily right. for me, but for my cause. Right. So first I wrote, uh, I love Miss Sandy. I didn't want to get rid of that. And then I also wrote, I love Jory. He's my favorite character in all of Game of Thrones. We can talk about that later if you want, but I just wanted to get that out there. But uh, then I wrote, and it's uh, funny because you said these words. I said, oh, shit, Danny speaks Valerian? <laughs> yes. And then I wrote, oh, shit, Dracarys? <laughs> um, and then I have these two side notes, uh, one of which I'll, I'll get to later, but the whole concept of slavery eludes me, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there were 8,000 8, people there. Yeah. And they are slaves. Yeah. And there are what? A hundred masters? Unreal, right? Yeah. But they cannot, they just can't rise up. Slavery, it's just, it's such a, a pox on our world. Yes. That... And it's been around for so long. And their world, yes. And that there's always this thing of people who think they are better than other people. And so they seek to control them and rule them. And that is impossible for me to reconcile as a person. Right. In real life and on on a show like this. Right, on a fantasy show with dragons. You're like, you're you're cool with the dragons. I can live in that world. Right? Right. Like, it's the... Go ahead. And so, so, but my question is though, even though they're free, so she, she says, will you follow me as free men? And they all start pounding the ground with their sticks, mm-hmm. which are spears, but I, they think of them as sticks. Okay. And so what I think about this is, so they're free, but in a way, are they still slaves? They're slaves to her now because she freed them. And what else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that too. I kind of thought you're, yeah, you're, you're free, but you're still going to go fight for her. Like that's, it's right. your choice, but you, I wonder if you feel like you have to, I, I don't know. Right. Exactly. Like when one guy starts with the stick, does right. Go, it wasn't a quick. Fun. Yeah. It wasn't a quick. <laughs> this Gary, guy with stick. Gary, Gary again is trying to like be super kind and like well-liked God, Gary, he's the guy that like, Damn it, Gary. It's like at the All end. Of... Fucking things up for the rest of <laughs> right. This. It's the end of the meeting, and it's like, all right, yeah, does anyone else have anything to say? And Gary raises his hand. I have one more question, actually. Like, we want to, we got to go to work. Stop. Right. We're done with this meeting. Yeah. Gary. God damn it, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's address some of the other side notes that you had said. That like. Um... All right. So the one side note was about slavery, but the yeah. other slide note. Okay. So how do you watch this? Do you watch it on? Like, do you get it on HBO and you no. go to the HBO on demand and then you? And no, then you... I don't go through the many versions of HBO. All right. So on HBO, because I'm a subscriber, <coughs> mm-hmm. um, on HBO, I went to the on demand and I 
recorded it onto my DVR because I'm old and this is how you do things. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning, they say on the previous Game of Thrones, and then they show you Game of Thrones, and then they say on the next Game of Thrones. And then right after that, um, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, who are the creators, come out and they just give you a little bit of stuff. Hmm. And so they, they talked a little bit, I think, about Jamie on this one and blah, blah, blah. But the thing that really got to me on this after, they called it the after moment or something like that. D.B. Weiss said, it's interesting to note that as the sphere of her empathy widens, the sphere of her cruelty widens as well. Mm. I know. Wow. That is hard, hard to argue with, hard to grapple with, really. Yeah. And I haven't, again, I haven't watched the previous episodes up to this one again since last year. So I don't remember, but I feel like this is the first time we see that in her mm -hmm. that just being kind of deliberately cruel. Like you can kill anyone you want, no children. Um, if you see a slave, get rid of the chains. Those are good things, but you can kill anybody you want. Not good. Right. Not, not great. Hey, I'm going to burn you with this fire. Like, right. You, like you, like, um, yeah, I think he deserved it. I'm fine that he died. Absolutely. But, but some and, people, I mean, but, but some and people. she made a him. deal with him. Right. Yeah, she and could she just walk away. she went back her word. Yeah, right. She was never going to follow through with that deal. Of course not. Like, that's not good leadership. Danny, now I'm conflicted. I know. I love her. I really do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's fun to look at all angles. Yes. It's just an interesting, it's just an interesting tidbit. I felt that really... I hadn't seen the after note before and I really enjoyed hearing that tidbit. I'm really glad that you were able to share it because, because <laughs> I would have never probably heard it because I don't have all the versions of HBO. I also have the whole series on DVD Blu-ray. I should have just pulled the Blu-ray out, but then maybe I wouldn't have gotten the tidbit. You might not have gotten the tidbit. I'm glad that I'm glad the events un unfolded the way they did. Yeah, me too. Everything has its purpose. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I'm really excited because now I get to go watch episode five. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Thanks. I'm going to get this. Uh... I mean, I'm excited for you about all these episodes. Oh, thanks. Even the last ones. I know, I know that there's the big the last season sucked and the last season was great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. Okay. You know, when they lost the source material, mm -hmm. they kind of lost their way. Mm -hmm. But I do think they did the best. They, they felt like they were doing the best they could. The actors certainly did the best they could with the material they had. Um, the production value did not cease, except for the, you know, water bottle and the coffee cup. <laughs> um, and there were some truly moving moments in that last season. More moving than possibly any other moments in the show, for me anyway. And I'm, you know, an old softy, but... Well, uh, so yeah, some really beautiful moments. I'm pretty excited. The, the funny thing is the podcast that I really liked that, that got me thinking about this was that Potterless pod where he talked mm. about Harry Potter. And, and it was fun listening to his journey, knowing the end result is he's going to like it. Right. And with Game of Thrones, it's like, OK, we know he's going to like it up to a certain point, And some people don't. Some people do. Like, are we more excited to see which side he picks? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> for, you know. Like they're watching the, the they're watching the reaction to it, instead of like enjoying where the where it's going to end up. Does that make? Am I right. making sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm making sense. I think you're going to end up on my side. Oh, 
But that is because I am shallow and self-centered. <laughs> You're not. You're fantastic. And I love you very much. And I'm really glad that Thank we got you. to do this. Me too. Do and you, I love you too. Do you think that you'll come back for an episode? Yeah, I'll try to remember what my next, like, I mean, I, I know I'd love to be on the last one, but everybody will call that. Zoe's um, called, but, Zoe has called the can, last one. Yeah, no worries. I wouldn't expect, I would expect everyone to have the last episode. Um, I would, well, oh, but, that would be a fun idea to get a, a bunch of people on the last call. Oh, you have oh. to look that up. Look at, um, we're doing things right yeah. now. But I'll kind of take a look at what my favorite, I feel like no one's going to want anything from season four. Mm. But I'll take a look at okay. the seasons and I'll, <laughs> I'll give you another date. Not okay. another date, but another episode. Yes. And then if nobody has called it, it'll be me. Perfect. And I just, just a shout out to all your guests because I'm sure that they all listen. Um, I love them all. And I love your episodes when you're by yourself. It's great. I'm not just saying that because I'm your aunt. Although I would, yes, but I'm not seeing it. I think I think it's great. It's been a lot of fun to listen to. Um, Bill and I have really enjoyed it. It's been uh, really fun to get those text messages from you, as I know when you're <laughs> listening and you're just reacting to it. I'm just <laughs> giggling to myself. Great. Yeah. Well, keep it up. Have fun. Thank you. Give, give love to my niece and nephew. Okay. Niece and nephew. I will. Okay. I guess. Um, All right. Well, we are. Well, I got. Well, we. We are back, being thrown out. Da -da oh. I know, I've been thrown in. Thrown out, now we're thrown out. Oh, right. Yeah. I've been thrown out.